0: Sure.
1: everybody. Welcome to another installment of Show to Be With Mike G, the show of life, the show of stabbings, the show of being taken over by alien entities while having Leonard Nimoy look at you all weird and stuff. Today's chat is a little bit different. Today's chat is in memoriam of Halloween fastly approaching. And as I do every October, I watch a hell of a lot of horror movies. And as it turns out, lots of my friends and lots of great people in this industry love horror movies as well. So today as part one of two for our horror movie shows at show to v we talked to Billy Hankey of King B and Don Suenos, a producer, editor, director that specializes in horror movies and in fact just had a movie premiere at Fantastic Fest. We sat in the corner of King B, we listened to some music and we talked horror movies and hopefully you guys will get some good suggestions out of the mix. So I hope you guys enjoy this chat with Billy Hankey and Don Suenios.
0: young child I still remember it being well young is I guess relative uh, Tim Curry I, <laughs> it? yeah oh yeah 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 and remember standing in front of the TV with my hand on the uh, on on the dial to turn the channel and mm-hmm. hearing my little sister screaming mom Billy's watching that movie it and my mom just <laughs> screams across the house well if he has nightmares he can stay in his room because <laughs> it's like that's what is that eighty is it
1: eighty or ninety
0: no that would have been cuz i can't it remember it has to have been maybe like late 80s early 90s yeah or it's yeah cuz cuz i i definitely i definitely wasn't a teenager so it wasn't wasn't too far into the 90s <laughs> right when it's so it's insanely creepy yeah and they're remaking it yeah, they're remaking a lot of things how you feel about They've, that yeah I, it's uh, i i know people who write movies and make movies and we all we all have friends who do screen you know screenplays and yeah. it'd be nice to see some, you know,
1: original shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so that's that's obviously a perfect Sieg. A segue into, you know, I've I've brought us all together because I wanted us to talk about horror movies, but I wanted it to be targeted, right? Cuz we could go on for hours. Shit, we could talk about Tim Curry and it for probably 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, You definitely could. <laughs> From <Frank-N-Furter laughs> to, anyway. So, I've asked everybody to can kind I of think of three movies that I've Hopefully, I haven't seen some because I'm always looking for suggestions, yeah. and that is a common question this month. Is like, dude, what should I watch? Which horror movies? A couple come to mind, of course, but for you, what? So in no particular order, what is one of those top three
0: horror movies for you? Easily one of the top three is uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but it's got to be the 1973 version. With, Donald with Sutherland, Google. right? Yeah. Yeah. Goldblum, Sutherland, and uh, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy, and yeah. who's
1: is the the woman? Isn't real, real famous, but she was big at the time, right?
0: She was, and I don't. I and, can't remember and, yeah, who it no, was. I don't. I don't. I don't either. I feel well,
1: so. There's a couple of iconic scenes in that movie, but it feels gross. That movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it, what? What is that? How does that appeal to you? This I, movie about being overcome by some kind of foreign alien.
0: I, I think. I think it's. I think it's the whole like fear of of. of of not knowing exactly what you're dealing with that 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 whole kind of like, am I dealing with a real person? Am I dealing right. with somebody who's who's supposed to be real but not
1: quite? And Leonard Nimoy doesn't help because no. he's already kind of <laughs> alien. Like it's like, well, fuck, is he the guy that brought all these to the city? Right. Right. What is it happening? Is like Boston or something? I think
0: so. Yeah, if I, it's been. I, I haven't revisited East the movie Coast, in a little oh, while. Right. It's East Coast. Um, it is. Yeah, it's a large city, but it's definitely not like New York or or right. or, or, or or enormous type thing. Something and, just under the radar in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the, the 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 scenes that typically stand out, other than the like the the one that everyone remembers with like the dump truck pulling the the, the pods and dumping those. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's the uh, uh, there's there's that one particular scene where they're in the uh, the spa and like the mud baths uh-huh. in the back and just like watching. Watching watching the cocoons slightly crack open with the new people God, in the spa. Yeah, it's a, gro- it's a gross. <laughs> scene.
1: Well, so so we've both seen it. I've actually seen. I think we've probably both seen all of them. Yeah, right. Because yeah, there's like yeah. three or four. Because yeah. there's actually one with Annabelle something that was done in the '90s. Mm-hmm. And then there's the invasion with Daniel Craig and stuff. Yeah. But so give give me the general synopsis of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1973.
0: Um, I would have to venture to say, if I remember correctly, it is a uh, a guy who starts realizing that that things are not as as they should be and that um everyone is starting to slowly change and and develop into a very odd shells of themselves yeah. and emotionless right yeah, like yeah, affectless yeah, yeah just just kind of doing things the w- way that they seem to s- are supposed to be done but mm-hmm. then suddenly everyone who has an opinion and has an emotion starts getting herded into groups and then, you know, kind of uh, uh, very, uh, uh, I hesitate to say, but almost a uh, uh, holocaust kind of right. shepherded off. And that's to, cr- It is, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, yeah.
1: you know, the original is in the 50s, late 50s yeah. probably. Yeah. And to think about, because you, you say a couple of things, there's a couple of themes there that are really interesting. People are affectless and almost emotionalist. Mm-hmm. Yet they still function. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to walking with your phone in your hand down the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not interacting with yep, anybody. Yep, yep, right. Yep. And then there is also this piece where it's do you, do you think, and I don't know what the source material was, I don't know if it was a book or whatnot, but do you think that in a way that it is about us being able to have control? Maybe it is like kind of a metaphor for maybe the government, or I can't imagine like maybe communism was a thing in the 50s.
0: I can, I can only imagine it, 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 that, it's, that it's more like a metaphor of. of Trying to ensure that you're fighting for for, you know, I I like looking at it more of the, the the the, the I guess what is that going to be protagonist side where where yeah. you're looking you're looking to to save yourself and save, you know, humanity and and fight for you know
1: Hobbesian, I guess right yeah people are good you want to save them maybe. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and you, and you want people to continue on to to be themselves and and be everything that they can be instead of you know autom- automaton you know right robots <laughs> freedom man freedom
1: of expression yep. right well it's an interesting time to talk about that too the <laughs> debates for last night but i'm sure that will be a thread through through many of these conversations uh, but that's yeah. a good so that's a great start i love the i don't have control of my body anymore and something took me over kind of movies like yep. the cronenberg style yes. shit. you know yeah, 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 yeah so what is your next movie in this top three
0: uh, you know, it's uh, uh Christopher Lee says that it's not a horror movie, but it is absolutely a horror movie. Oh, and it's got to be Wicker uh, Wicker Man. Oh my God, it's a horror movie. Yeah.
1: Talking about yeah. not having control again,
0: <laughs> right? There's, yeah, no, the, you 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 might you might you might realize that there's something that I that I kind of fear in general, not, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not having control over over <laughs> things.
1: <laughs> that's a, that's a good theme too. <laughs> and it but, is
0: the oddest now spoiler alert right but this is
1: also early 70s do you remember what year this is
0: I think this is like 75 it's a couple of years later like 75 yeah. 77 somewhere around there but yeah no it's 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 got the same kind of the same kind of suspenseful uh 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 a uh, a uh, feeling that 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 the invasion does and yeah. and just a very 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 beautiful artsy and those animal masks still haunt me to the to this it's, day.
1: It's crazy, and I just I had not I had not remembered those masks until you just said that. I'm thinking like, are those <laughs> the masks that are in your next? right? I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. No, no, no. Are t- those uh, the same masks? Yeah, uh,
0: th- I. I, it, I mean, they look, like an they homage. Look very, 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 yeah. very, very similar, and and like eerily similar to where I'd, eh, I. Don't, I don't know if I necessarily like this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. So, but the, thing, the my question always about the wicker man. And of course, we'll have to probably spoil it, but it's an insane ending for one. It's the ruse this yeah. whole time against yeah. Edward Woodward, right? Yeah, I, I believe think, so. Yeah, yeah the yeah, equalizer yeah. himself, yeah. and the dude that ended <laughs> up being in Hot Fuzz playing in a movie, kind of like about the Wickerman. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But what the hell is with that soft, beautiful music? That's like a musical too.
0: Yeah. No, and and that's and that's some of the beauty of it. And that I think it's it, it definitely sets a tone. It yeah. definitely sets like like that unsuspecting, innocent feeling comes from you and, and 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 you kind of bathe in it and then you start realizing that everything is not what it's supposed to be and everything mm. is not nearly what it i mean all you're doing is just trying to find this little girl i don't i don't i don't yeah, quite so get give me it
1: the, the recap for those of us that have only seen the Nicolas cage version god forbid
0: um but, yeah and i don't even remember what the, i don't remember yeah
1: but um, but ultimately right like there's this there's a girl it's a yeah Scott, she uh, Scott uh yard, no, right?
0: yeah, and, yeah and 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 he's uh, uh it, it's a. uh, uh Guy who works for Scotland Yard and he's going out and, uh, to an island and he's trying to uh, figure out where this little girl has disappeared to, um, and everyone on the island is trying to convince him that she doesn't exist. And right. It's 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 a very kind of challenging your reality situation. Because
1: he knows she's been abducted, uh-huh. right? Yeah. He shows up and the people are like, "No, nah, man, we don't know what you're talking yeah. about,
0: Susie." There, what's what's Who's a Susie? That? Yeah. And so then
1: it seems <laughs> even more suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And ultimately, it is a ruse. Yeah. To do what
0: exactly? Oh,
1: <laughs> the the epic ending, right? The epic
0: ending with the with the giant burning sacrifice, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 In wood. Yeah. Literally Wick- a wicker. wicker man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you a, were
1: you a big fan of Chris Chris Release stuff? You know, his Dracula and all that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's.
1: It's not creepy like this.
0: No, and that's and that's and that's that's kind of the hidden gem for me is, is is that weird creepy edge to it. Yeah. Well, you've
1: got this huge similarities. 70s creep vibe. Yeah. Which fucking happens. There's like The Shining, which is actually 80, but it still has that 1970s creep vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. Something's controlling you. So we have got Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1973, and the mid 70s with the Wicker Man. So round this list off. I'm trying to think of what other movies about losing control of your body and being burned and or taken over by an alien being might be on your list, Billy. Really.
0: It, it has to go with the cult classic Phantasm.
1: Phantasm! Oh, oh
0: geez. <laughs> yeah, all right. Tall, the Tall Man. The Tall Man. The Tall man. man Will Haunt Your Dreams. Can you
1: remember the first time you saw that?
0: Uh, I was probably about like 13, 14. And exactly, it, yeah. Yeah, not, not really settling <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not settling at all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, it, those, the little spheres are, are that, and that, and that dentist drill. I mean, yeah, that dentist drill sound for the spheres. Oh still, my god, still grinds me a little bit if I'm at the dentist.
1: How is the one of the best theme songs I think too of any movie, any horror movie? It's like up there with The Exorcist for me. If you go back and watch, it's kind of like proggy, yeah. '70s, but that adds to it as well. What the hell and we watched it the other day. I think we were high, so it was a little bit more disconcerting. <laughs> what is with the miniature Martian dudes that look like Jawas? I think Jawas those from, miniature
0: Martian dudes, if I remember correctly, those are like his like little minions. They're they're yeah. they're like the little demons that are that are collecting all of the bodies and 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 souls and bringing them back to the other dimension. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> can you so to help any of
1: us cuz I don't know that I can even come up with a clear narrative sometimes, but can you give me like a rough idea of what the fuck this movie is about cuz it's cra- if, it's it,
0: crazy. If I can describe it properly, I would I would have to say that it was about a kid and his friends who discover that people are kind of coming up missing and things are coming up missing and yeah. they trace it back to a funeral parlor that is run or housing the yeah. tall man who's who's Angus Schramm. Yep. Yeah. And just passed, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. yeah. Well, yeah, it still scares me.
1: <laughs> and apparently he do you know that he and this is an interesting thing about Phantasm that's one that's one of my top as well, always, right? Yeah. He was a writer for TV Guide. He wrote partially the Cheers and Jeers section of TV Guide. <laughs> He was apparently one of the nicest guys ever, but is yeah. he not the creepiest? No,
0: no, no. The 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 the, 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 the heels toe like dress shoes yeah. across them all like quiet marble floors is is is, is yeah no. And and I think he was in all of all of them yeah. except for this last one. That's I, he, to, I think he an, even had some he, scenes he has in a cameo it. in this I one. Think okay, so yeah, because I know that that one's either just came out or or about to, and I haven't decided whether I'm going to. How did you wait for it to come out on video? <laughs>
1: right, cuz there's like or six or seven of them. How did yeah. you feel about
0: the subsequent sequels? Uh I think I think I think it was up to and I'm going to get this wrong but there's one where the kid is traveling through the void with a convertible and I want to say that it was like number 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I that I once I got up to about 3 is when I started it kind of going all right like this, f- is, f- <laughs> this is this is this is this is venturing onto like you know, like Jaws four, where right, are like Michael <laughs> Caine, right? Yeah, where, where Jaws is Jaws is is a giant piece of styrofoam, and you and you can totally tell it it's loses. a giant piece. Yeah, it loses all of its...
1: Do you remember how Mario Van Peebles was in that movie? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, it, I I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was the dreadlocked guy awesome. that was kind of their boat. They're their, much like Robert Shaw, was yeah. in the first one, right? Yeah, and. There is the most offensive thing, and I only saw it on VHS once. We, bought, we would always, you know, the Friday night thing. Did your, did your folks rent movies and stuff, VHS? And just kind of you guys would watch movies? Yep,
0: and I was allowed to get uh, one scary movie uh, every time that we, we went out. And, exactly, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. And you, you go and you do this, but there's this one scene in Jaws 4. I, I'm fairly certain, and I can't find any record of it, so either I was an early on racist kid, or I really did see this. But Michael Caine's in this movie, and so Jaws gets Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, And they're like, shit, he's dead. And so in the TV version last time I saw it, he's dead. No big deal. However, on the VHS version, he's floating in the water. They find him after they kill Jaws. And he goes, Jaws don't like black meat, man. I am not fucking kidding you. I swear to God. It's one of the most
0: expensive things. Holy
1: shit. Isn't that terrible? No, that is awful. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) In its own right, pretty fucking horrific. Yeah, no. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so do you ever have during the holiday season when it comes to you know weather is getting cooler the booze is flowing. Do you have any kind of rituals every Halloween Halloween stuff that you always watch, sit down and watch some stuff with Clut. Uh, it it gets <laughs> it gets tricky
0: with Clot cuz she's not necessarily a scary movie person. So if I find yeah. thrillers that it's 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 cuz she never really got into horror movies and so i've been able to it's been fun in the last like i guess it's been almost six seven years now that we've been together it's been fun because occasionally i can get her into a mood of as long as it's not too gory right we can we can watch some stuff so we we can watch like you know freaks and like really creepy weird about hunting
1: stuff is that
0: all right before um Haunting is fine. It's when it, it's when it starts getting into like re, like religious haunting, where she's oh, kind of like, okay. I don't really like this. Yeah, you know. So
1: it's just, this is out of the out of picture. Then maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's 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 yeah. As long as there's not like, you know, someone pushing religion or or something like that, she's generally fine. Amenable. Yeah. The idea. Is. Yeah. Scary movies. Yeah. And and I have to be okay with the fact that about thirty minutes into it, she's going to stand up and start walking around the room and it's like pay she, attention this is yeah. important and she's like I'm oh, paying attention don't worry about it <laughs> they, n- they never are no, no, they no, never no. are I, as think in, as I, think
1: I think it's a good list Billy I mean Invasion okay. of the Body Snatchers the 70s version the Wicker Man it's great Phantasm you're a 70s dude
0: yeah yeah. I was born a couple of generations late I guess yeah maybe so hmm. well the 60s
1: didn't put out as good stuff I don't think 70s has a specific Time so, and place. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and then you jump into the '80s and '90s, and it starts getting into slasher, and it starts yeah. getting like who can make them goriest and, and and most grotesque, and and you know, you start getting desensitized to a lot of that stuff, and yeah. so it it's it's there's you know, same with music, like innuendo and 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 kind of you know, tongue and cheek stuff is is more is more enjoyable to me.
1: Yeah, me too. These are really creepy movies, man. Yeah, I th- perfect. Perfect selection. Awesome. 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 Um, uh, Unfortunately, I've seen them all because I always want suggestions. I always be caught off guard, you know. Yeah. So, but sorry. Yeah.
2: And yeah. Josie Emba and Annie Choi found uh, this this movie. Uh, they found actually James Bryant's last movie uh, called Run Coyote Run yeah. uh, in the back of a used car. Um, <laughs> I think. What was the screening that
1: I, that we went to? It, it, I don't know so if it they was, they screened that. They put that, that was that one, it. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
2: uh, and then they went and when they kind of went to go get the master tapes from him, you know, he mentioned this other movie that he never finished. So that made them curious. They started a Kickstarter. I saw the Kickstarter and was like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. Yeah. Because uh, he shot it, and he kind of started putting it together, but he'd never finished. The Do you thing. know why I didn't finish it? Uh, the distributor wanted a business. Oh, I gotcha. so there was no home for it. Yeah. So he figured, you know. And
1: it's called the Jungle, Jungle Trap. Trap, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and so we finished it. Or, you know, I cut it, and then um, Joe and Annie did, like, this amazing period-appropriate score. Yeah. Um, it was actually,
1: like, a score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really amazing. scored Way yeah. more than it would have been. Yeah. Um,
2: High production value. All synthesizers from the period and drum machines from the period. Oh, that's amazing. And, um, and, uh, and then the director saw it for the first time at the premiere at Fantastic. Holy shit. shit. Yeah, he was yeah, there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there and he hadn't seen it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if he'd watched the. Apes, but i mean he probably right. hadn't seen it in 25 years how did that go what do you think it was great he yeah. seemed really overwhelmed and blown away and oh that's amazing the response was great i mean there's a lot of jokes in the movie yeah, yeah. you know i mean it's a low budget well his stuff is low film movie yeah. right and his stuff is jokey and i but i think the jokes in this movie independent of anything i did yeah i think they work really well i think oh, they work r- better than the jokes in some of his other films yeah um so yeah i think it, it played really well they added a second screening. That's and amazing. Then, um, it's going to be released early next year sometime uh on bleeding skull video through mondo yeah so it'll be like a vhs limited edition dude and then dvd and vod it all comes so, full circle right because like we
1: like you work in a hollywood we talked about this before but <laughs> we work in a video store we kind of yeah, grow yeah, yeah. up on this shit we still mm-hmm. both have vhs so obviously it's really really apropos yes. that we sit down and we say you know we're gonna get laser focused this time yeah, we're not gonna talk about faith and war <laughs> <laughs> refused fucking right. everything else. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna talk about horror movies. Yeah, and I think that that works now. It finally is kind of cold, and so I've assembled this group of people, all mm-hmm. men. Unfortunately, I'd love to see which women. You know, I don't right, know a lot right. of women besides my wife that really likes horror movies. But I've asked you guys All right, yeah, three, pick three. It might be hard.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pick
1: three movies, and you, yeah. I think, have an encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. horror movies. So I have no goddamn clue what, what, would re-
2: what would resonate for you. It's tricky. I mean, it's tricky because I think uh, a lot of my relationship with horror movies and what yeah. I like about horror movies is more in like the mood and the iconography than necessarily them being scary. That's right. Yeah. You know, like, like I don't really think of like The Exorcist as a horror movie. Really? Because like narratively, it's like a drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just scary. Right, which you know, is the all tone you're saying? And well, like, no, kinda... I mean, but like, but there's something to me that it's like Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, which is like one of the worst ones. Oh yeah, is like a horror movie to me because it's like it feels like a horror movie. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though it's not scary. Yeah, it's you just know, blood and like, guts. It's almost like pornographic. No, yeah, not in the yeah. sexual way, but just for right, the right. violence sake, right? Sort of, but not even the violence. Just the fact that it's like it's, narratively, it's just like the simple. Yeah, it's yeah a monster and it's you know and killing people easy yeah and then there's a threat you know and, and yeah. that's kind of it you know and we're not worried about people's feelings or not at all or arcs i can't or recall a single character that i gave a shit about in a friday the 13th movie. no i mean even um tommy jarvis right yeah Corey feldman and then two other actors throughout. yeah yeah, yeah. who's in three movies i didn't even realize know? that because yeah. they, they switched up the action. Ju- like yeah, because they jump ahead between parts four and five. Okay. They jump ahead like fifteen years. Oh, is Feldman four or five? Four, Feldman's right? Four. four, right? And He's then the, so is Terry
1: Terry Gross, the guy that was weekend at Bernie's.
2: Yes, right? Is that? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: same dude. Which um,
2: they all blur together.
1: They really do blur together. But then, um,
2: but I, I think four and six are good. Okay, That's These good. are not on my list, but I'm gonna say no. Sure. Well, well I think if you're gonna watch Friday the Thirteenth. What I remember as a kid watching them, yeah. is part four and part six. That makes some sense. Like, I, j- that's what those movies are to me. As an adult, Jason goes to hell. is
1: actually amazing to me. Have yeah, you that one's that? fun because yeah. it's not. It's almost non-canonical. Is that the word to say?
2: Yeah, they they sort of just throw it
1: away. Yeah, Halloween movie. three, right? right. Which yeah. is again a little favorite. bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well then, let's. I, I can't wait because I, <laughs> I I don't know any of these movies. I'm a huge fan of horses. Right, but, right. What do you got? What's the first one in no particular order? No, I mean if this is like,
2: I mean, so I was just thinking if I'm gonna say to somebody, yeah, what to watch? You're on an island, right? That kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went with that more approach over the recommend me something I've never heard of.
1: God, oh, sure, because we could go. Right. Oh, we'll be intentionally
2: esoteric. Yeah, and yeah You and watch I Necromantic could. or something? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't do that. No, I like that's but, good. Uh, yeah, so I just kind of went with like the classic. Okay,
1: no, but that's good. Which what what's the first on the so I think
2: I think the first one though is one that I think of as a horror movie, but it's also very scary. Okay. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course. The original. Which, of, yeah, oh, absolutely. Right.
1: Um Why? Now, I got my
2: reasons, but for you why is It's just it's so super effective. Yeah. To me and why, though? straight it, I don't know why. Uh it just works so well. It's so intense. Mm-hmm. And I think even when I saw it, I'd already seen all the Friday the 13th, so Nightmare on Elm Street, and so mm-hmm. it's like that. It's not like just the story that makes it scary, Mm-mm. that somebody's killing people. It's just it's the execution of it that makes it scary. And it's not that it's gory. <sighs> There's really not even much blood. But I think it's the score, you know? Those, like, abrasive noises. <laughs> I mean, it's not even music, you know? It's just these sounds. Um, Do you know what that sound is? Um, I've never been able to figure it out. Somebody... The, uh, it's, it's like, uh, there, there's some instruments in there yeah. that are being like tuned, oh, okay. like sort of tuned and, and bent in weird ways. There's gotcha. Like string instruments and stuff. Huh. Um, yeah. You know
1: what the weirdest thing is about, and, and you're right, because I remember when I saw it in 1998, it was the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I was living out in Katy. Actually, we mm-hmm. were both living yeah. out in Katy. And... I had to, my friend had to be dropped off because I didn't have mm-hmm. a car and we had yeah, to drive yeah. to before it was developed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of the more desolate areas of Katie, which yeah. is just these sprawl mm-hmm. just dirty you know like dusty yeah. hills and shit. I'm like, can we like get back on i ten <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh <laughs> for a movie that's based on something that never happened? yeah, like, that's a big misnomer that people don't understand right, right misconception It is intensely scary it is but but I'm trying to I wonder why it's scary.
2: Is it because of the te- like the fact that it is so rural Texas like that could happen? I mean, yeah, I think there's something there's something about it that probably comes because it was released in 74. Yeah. So I mean it's probably got a lot of like post Manson family. Oh, good point. Paranoia yeah. sure. like that sort of early 70s there are people out there who for no reason just fucking would enjoy them. just torturing and murdering you. Yeah, it's a great For point. reasons that you'll never understand. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's coming off of that Reality, whereas like later, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth is like based on Halloween. Yeah, like the good Texas point. Chainsaw right. is based on the Manson Life. family. You know, it's like yeah. it's based on a real thing. That's a good point. So, um, and there's like, I mean, one of my favorite moments in that movie is when, um, when uh, is it when the kids are coming when they first come into the house? Right. And oh, he, uh, oh, I think I know. Yeah. Right, and it's it's um. He grabs the woman. He puts her on the meat hook, and he shuts that door. He shuts. Well, he shuts the door. That, but then there's there's this moment. I think it's when the next the next guy comes in. Right, 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 right. And he hits him, mm-hmm. and then Leatherface goes and sits down. Yeah, and it like lingers on him as he's just sort of like panicking, like an animal. Like, why are people coming into my house? What's going on? I'm, I'm, and, the, and it's it's this weird moment where it makes you f- realize that he's human. Yeah. Like, it's something you, that never happens you, with Jason or Freddy. Right, because they're superhuman. Even Michael right, Myers doesn't right. have a human moment. Really, no, no, no. You know? and, and so but this you're right. it's like, it's this guy, and he's he's just, he's not like us, but he's a human, and he's just freaking out, because yeah. he's protecting himself. It's insane. You know? Um, and and you, so that's, yeah. That, uh, per, one of the best, obviously. Yeah, yeah. and I saw that uh, around the same time you did, actually. Oh, I really? Because I think, like, growing up, it was like really forbidden cool well well, yes right right, and so like you had to see those because those are the ones everybody talked about and those are the ones but like nobody talked about leatherface like i know in the sort of 80s horror nostalgia they've all gotten lumped together but so it was never like Mm. cool to see it so i didn't see it until i moved to texas and i moved to texas and i rented it thinking like oh it's going to be like a texas version of friday the 13th so much more than Uh, that and it is and so i just did not expect it at all Totally Did, blew me away.
1: I think it was. I'm pretty sure we would talked about this. Mm-hmm. Was there not something, like you? Because you said you saw a. I think it was eggshells or something. There was yeah, a Toby yeah. Hooper screening right that before you saw. That. Yeah, yeah before, before that. that. Yeah, the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And which is cool about early Austin yeah. and interesting. But you were saying something about Kubrick being in the same sound studio mastering The Shining. Do you remember
2: this? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, when, it was one of the greatest when, things. And he, and Toby Hooper told a story, right? Yeah. It was when they were doing, I think, Poltergeist? Yes, that's right. That's right, yeah. Because I think that would probably be when he would be on the same budget level as Kubrick ever. Right. Having um, Spielberg help out and stuff. Yeah. And and he said, like, yeah, and that was the thing, right, is that when prepping for The Shining, I think he said Kubrick had a print yeah. of Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre that he would watch over and over and over again. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's so insane. It's just,
1: it, it, to, to have the guy that is an auteur and a ma- maestro mm-hmm. of the whole... He's mastered film, right? But still, Toby Hooper, is some hippie from Boston, right? Really, like yes. a
2: peaceful guy, has made one of the more f- most frightening movies ever. And and I do part of me does wonder if there is some uh, unintentional, uh, if it's like kind of almost unintentionally effective. Yeah, because I know I've heard them talk about how they thought it was funny. Like when Tim right. Henkel and, and Toby Hooper were writing it, they were like, "This is really funny." Can never see that. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. so, yeah, and you're like, what the, heck? like, maybe, May- maybe, maybe the Hitchhiker and that song's playing, that's right. kind of funny. and the noises
1: Leatherface makes, but they're yeah. actually pretty right. eerie. Yeah, but, like, yeah. once it gets going, like, it's not funny No, it's all. not funny at all.
2: Um, and so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's always been weird to me. I sort of wonder how much of it, because, you know, and they, they said they thought it would be a PG movie, that's why there's no blood. Oh, my God. And, this- and you just wonder, like, did you guys mess up and make this masterpiece, by accident, yeah, because yeah. I like some of Toby Hooper's other movies, but there's nothing that effect. Like even to me, Poltergeist. Poltergeist I love Poltergeist, like a but that's Sp- Spielberg to yeah, me. You're right, yeah. and I'm not. I don't buy into the theory necessarily that Spielberg directed it for Toby Hooper. Yeah, I don't know how that went but down. I but. think just like in the there's. Because the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's like we want to scare people. How do we scare them? We should just make a noise that goes,
1: right? You know, really loud. Like creating the standard. There was no standard for this.
2: No, you know? and, and it's also not anything that like, on Poltergeist, he's not going to be like, yeah, we'll just like grab some violence. No, you can. It's all too. On the floor. Yeah, it's all too intentional. Like, no, we're going to write you a score. And right. You Dude. revise it and yeah. So yeah. I think that that like that sort of experimentation. Yeah. Is what makes it you so unique. And so perfect. It is unique, and yeah. that's what's weird too. Is it's like a template for all these movies that came later. Yeah, but none of them are like it. Not like, at all. None of them have that punk rock grittiness. Sort of, yeah, like yeah. lo-fi, and it's beautiful looking movie. Absolutely. Like when you see like the new Blu-ray, like it's really like some of those shots, like the shots shot where the woman gets out of the swing and walks up to the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just like beautiful and rich. Yeah.
1: Right. Who would have fucking thought? I know it's crazy. Right? It's crazy. All right, that's a per- perfect. One so that's, that's obviously one. everybody has to see that movie. Y- you it's, do. You have to. It's just like reading, uh, reading "Farewell to Arms" or right. of Man" and stuff. Well, and right? I find
2: that a lot of people haven't seen it because they just sort of make that assumption that like, oh, it's a slasher movie, and I've seen Halloween, right? And I've seen Friday the Thirteenth, so yeah, it's so so. I know what it would be. So cerebral, oddly well, enough. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's just, it's like a really. I just think like, if you're gonna. If you're gonna go like, well, what's a good scary movie? You know, just like right. the way if you want to see a romantic comedy, you should watch Annie Hall. Sure. If you want to see a scary movie, you should watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely, no exception. Yeah, it's like the template, and it's also new enough. I think that it's not um, an academic watch. No. Like I think like some it's enjoyable. of the it's stuff. Yeah. Is. Uh, You know, like Dracula or Frankenstein, you have to sort of imagine what it was like for an audience in 1930. Right. Or the the haunting or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Castle stuff, yeah. But like for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's
1: like, nope, you get it. Might be the most, might be the first modern horror movie. Yeah. Think about it. I'd say so. All right. So amazing way to start. What is, all right. And I'm thinking of this drum rolls in my head and all this bullshit. uh What is number two? Well,
2: number two is sort of standard. Okay. Almost part of my Halloween decorating. Really, it's such uh, such you know, like aesthetically. Play okay, okay. In in, in my house, right. For the month of October, would be Suspiria. Oh my gosh!
1: But see, this is one for you and I that oh yeah, everybody knows Suspiria, but people yes. don't really know Suspiria, right? Right. And tell me exactly why you like Suspiria.
2: And I mean, Suspiria has got some scares in it, sure. But I, it's to creepy, me, it's, right, just yeah. But to me, it's just like there's a. Tone to it that's just like I just want to live in the world of that movie. These like rich colors, beautiful, amazing music. Yeah, you know, and it's all these like, um, you know, just and, and these like amazing set pieces. And yeah. I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. I can kind yeah. of tell you what it's about, sort so, of. Yeah. Like so I've give gotten, me give me a couple of things because I think
1: I know what it's about. Right. And right. then give me like a couple. Oh, sentences. Don fixed his own pop <laughs> See uh, you're an editor and a yeah, sound look engineer, Don. Nah. Uh,
2: oh, hold on. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. Ah. Um Well right, it's about yeah, an what American the hell is it about? an American woman, Susie Banyan, right. Who goes Jessica to a, uh, harper. Jessica right? harper um, who goes to this ballet school in Italy. Yeah. Sounds good already. Yeah, it's in Italy, isn't it? It's in some yeah, European yeah, but country. Part of me is wanting to say Germany right now. Actually, it might be Germany, but either way, it's European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And um, and so she goes off to Europe. Land. Yeah. right? Um, and it's not like you ever leave the school or right. anything. Um, goes to this ballet school, which it turns out is run by witches.
1: Yes, a coven of witches, right? E-
2: well, I guess you don't know that that's, yet. That's but where, That's where things get a little hazy for me in yeah. terms of what exactly the fuck is going on is going on yeah <laughs> like i can't really i mean but it's great and it's dreamlike and it's so beautiful like normally that would drive me crazy if what, i watched which the movie not having like a narrative well, i watched the movie and i'm really... like what the fuck happened Who yeah fu- what yeah they were okay i guess they were witches but what like normally like if that movie looked like the texas chainsaw massacre right be like what a piece of shit unsatisfying completely the texas chainsaw massacre looks great yeah but it's got it. There's think. such a style. And, and it's sort of broken up into these set piece moments, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we're like, oh, we're with this person. Oh, because they're going to get murdered. And, you know, the, yeah. the great scene where the. Oh, um, the window above and everything. Well, that oh, I mean, that opening scene yeah. is amazing. Um, but then there's like the scene where the little, uh, the maggots fall from the. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's just like. And then like the scene with the room full of barbed wire and. Um, Why do you think Dario Argento.
1: Romanticized death scenes so much because they're beautiful. Know, like, they are. I don't like watching people get killed typically, no. but he does it in such an operatic way.
2: Yeah, and it moves kind of. It's pretty abstract. Yeah. A lot of times, there's a few moments in that movie that aren't, but that opening stabbing with the huge piece of glass, piece, right? Huge pain, like oh, stained oh, glass yeah, yeah, yeah. ceiling or whatever. Yeah, is great. And but like you know, as she's being stabbed, we're cutting to shots of her heart. Yeah. As the knife is piercing it, which is Jesus. so bizarre. Yeah. But it also it does it's it doesn't feel gross. It sort of feels just It's beautiful. Almost like something that happened in a comic book or something. Yeah, they'll go in know? the way that the color is, right? It's yeah. so bright I mean, and yeah, vivid. It's definitely helps the real. Yeah, the blood's always like really red. And he doesn't have that in most of his other movies. Like, right. most of his other movies Would you consider this like his classic the, like the
1: apex of his career. Yeah, his career. like
2: if you're like, who is he? What does he do? Yeah. I'm curious about Dario Argento. Or even like I'm curious about European horror movies. Right, right. You know, I'd say like this is how you... Because there's a ton that I could recommend to For you. sure. But like, you know, I think this... This one's also, too, a lot of those are sort of in that giallo genre yeah. of like being mysteries. Right. And this one's kind of just post that. It's sort of like a transition between those sort of mysteries and then like slasher movies. Yeah. It's, so it's got to. It, you I think it's cerebral
1: really, film? You think it's all intentional, the
2: dreamlike feeling? Yeah. Feelings, I all do. That? Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, and I think there's moments in it that don't work for me. Yeah. That I forget every time I watch it. Like, it's, remember, the, everyone scene hits With films. the bat. Oh, yeah, right? Which is so dumb. And every time the movie comes on, I'm like, oh, right, I hate
1: this scene. But, but the it's rest of fine. it. The rest of it's too beautiful
2: to, yeah, you know. But like I actually just forget about that scene because yeah. narratively it's not like it's even really, it's like I need that scene for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but yeah, I just think, I mean, and, and the score is amazing. The go- so got man. Yeah, and just, you know. That opening, the rain, and the, mm-hmm. ba- yes. ba- the bells and all that. And I think a lot of the times I've seen that movie is me putting it on like late at night, Yeah, you know, and then like falling asleep, you know, yeah. but, like, I get through that opening. Oh, yeah. The music. And then you're like,
1: uh, but, first murder, I can mm, probably check out now. Totally, yeah. But and it is a beautiful, it is beautiful. Do you yeah, think it's just that, a beautiful movie. Do you ever do aspire to create that kind of aesthetic, you think? I don't know. Is to it me, something that affects you like that?
2: I don't, I mean, I don't know that it appeals to me anymore. I think yeah. initially, like, when I was interested in movies, it appealed to me that it was, like, this super stylish thing, but, um... I don't know that like now I'd want to do something that aggressively stylish. Right. Because yeah, it is it, over the top. Yeah, and I think it'd be hard to actually do something like that and make it uh, emotionally resonant. Because that movie is, isn't yeah. really.
1: It's not, but it's still cerebral enough that it's dreamlike. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know that it doesn't work in the realm that we're, of reality right now. Yes. But it works on this almost like lax, less lackadaisical and
2: kind of sleepy state mm-hmm. where you're waking up in the morning. It works mm-hmm. there. Yes, you know,
1: it, which is a very unique thing that he's able to achieve. Right,
2: and it's also cool because it's that dreamy thing, yeah. but then it's it's you know the music can be so dissonant oh and sort God. of garish, stuff. yeah. That it's sort of working against that. Yeah, um, it's, it's
1: very it's multi tempoed in that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've got we've got our punk rock, yeah. very vit- guttural horror mm-hmm. movie that is is exactly what it is. Yes. And then you have this cerebral mm-hmm. almost like a a metaphor of many other things. And it's it's almost discreetly linear in a way. So how do you round this
2: top three list out? I I don't even know where you're going to go. For the third one, I'm going to say, and this is all sort of along the lines of if you're looking for a horror movie to watch. Right. Okay, so this is more of like, you might not have seen this, but you should check Maybe, but yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, But I'd say Basket Case. Basket Case.
1: Oh, um, but tell me why that one works. That's
2: completely different than the rest of these. Uh, I know, I know. I uh, for me, it's 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 such a singular movie. Yeah, right. I mean, there's because it's it's a comedy, right? Oh, totally. And it's a horror movie. It is scary. Since it's scary, yeah. You know, it's it's gory, but you're also pretty early on. You're with the monster, right? So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so it's not scary in the way Friday the Thirteenth or whatever right. is in air quotes, scary. Yeah. Um, but there's there's just always been something about it. Like, I, I was... Because something that got me into filming initially was, like, horror comedies. Yeah, Evil yeah. Dead 2 Toxic Avengers and shit like that. Not so much not Toxic Avengers. No, yeah, not so much. I mean... Oh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead right. 2, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and so then, like, I remember watching all these other horror comedies trying to find things that had that sort of odd... And, like, Rock Hero right. Picture shows. too. Yeah, Just, like, sure. movies that were just sort of, like horror feel but fun and you know and and basket case just for some reason did that for me it it i think it unintentionally does that
1: do you think that he made it trying to make it a comedy like that uh
2: i think yeah there's there's stuff that's like feels to me like definite comedic beats Mm. but that's what's so interesting to me about it is that um i guess i should say what it's about yeah, elevator pitch, you're selling um, baskets. Yeah, what is so basket it's, it's about, a you know, a guy goes to New York in the early 80s, Times Square, stays in a dingy hotel. Um, he's got a big basket with him. And it turns out inside the basket is his deformed, conjoined uh, twin. Yes. Who, uh, who's just like an arm and a mouth and screams. and Right. And, uh, and, and they've come to New York to hunt down the doctors who perform the operation to separate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And and so that's the movie. So it's basically like it's basically a revenge movie. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's what's so weird. But the opening scene is a total, like almost horror movie parody. Right. Like the phone line being pulled out and this guy in his house freaking out, and then they show up and the monster rips him apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find out that the monster's actually your protagonist. Right. So that's an interesting turn.
1: I also feel like it you know how eraserhead was this mechanism for David Lynch to talk about being isolated as Mm -hmm. a new father? I feel like this is I'm not comfortable in my own body, kind of yeah. thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like it's his brother. Yeah, it's his yeah. brother. Uh huh.
2: But it's still him. Yeah. You know. Well, there's there's a lot of yeah. I think there's a lot of like body horror. Yeah. Stuff going on. But then there the, there is also the, there are these moments of comedy that are. Um, That are, like, kind of overt, and those are the ones that aren't really funny. Yeah. You know, like, there's, like, the drunk guy in the hotel. Oh, right, right. That are trying to be. Yeah, and they, like, have a slapsticky thing, but they don't quite... You don't, like, laugh at them now. Right. But then, like, the gory murders and stuff are pretty funny because they're so over the top. and You know, when the one woman ends up with all the syringes in her face and stuff. You know, there's, like, these sort of set pieces... But then there's also, at the end, it sort of comes to these, the two brothers having this big blow up. And it's actually kind of dramatic. Like, yeah, it's yeah. actually like a drama. And, yeah. and so to me, what's so fascinating is it's like, what were they trying to do? And were they trying to do all of these things? Right. Because that's incredibly impressive. It's, um, you're right. And I think it was all accident. Yeah, I really do it's I, totally possible
1: because the stuff that was supposed to work doesn't work and mm-hmm. the stuff that was just supposed to be the other thing that it's yes. not is it, now funny yeah right but that's why it I think that's why the director because there was a screening some time ago yeah, yeah. unapproved right yeah, a secret yeah. movie I feel like the director is at odds with it and I don't know who the director is cause
2: uh, Frank Lauder. thank you um, yeah it I mean feels he, like it right Uh, I don't know I think it's it's hard to say because he hasn't he did two sequels to it yeah uh, which I haven't seen in a long time, but I didn't it love. Can't be either. as good. Yeah. To me, it, the movie sort of has a definitive ending that right. I really like. Sure. Um, and then he made a movie called Brain Damage that was pretty similar. Oh, okay. It's about a guy and and his like parasitic, uh, alien tumor. Right. As you do. Uh huh. Which is but sort of similar. Yeah. And then he made Frankenhooker. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, and then he didn't make anything for. Maybe like twenty years. And then he just made a movie called Bad Biology. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's about a woman with a uh uh her genitals are so strong that she automatically kills any man she has sex with. She pulls her dicks off. Um, I think it just I it th- may maybe. <laughs> uh, I've never said that before, but yeah. No, yeah, and then um and then there's a guy who has who over injects with erectile dysfunction medicine and has this super penis, and so they meet and it's like a love story between the two of them. I see. Um that's totally insane. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of just minutely a insane. Yeah, um, but you know, all his stuff has this sort of body obsession. But there's just something about Basket Case that's so—it's perfect for the. It's such time. an odd movie. Yeah, and and it, but it feels like a horror movie. That's it, the thing. Yeah, because like, Wicker Man, I love. It's one of my favorite movies. But like I almost don't think of it as a horror movie. It's too hard to pin it as a horror movie. It's almost yeah. like I think of it as like this mystery that I love. Yeah. But it is it's totally it's scary. Completely it's really horrific. Yeah, it's yeah. Very creepy. Um but you know like even though Basket Case is way less scary. Yeah. It's for some reason just feels a like horror a horror movie. movie. Huh. And it, but it's also a weird movie. Like there's this really long flashback in the middle of yeah, it yeah. to when he was a kid that almost is like something Pedro Amadovar would do, yeah. where it's like the second act is like half flashback. It's you know, so strange. That comes up so late in the movie. Um, but definitely,
1: I mean, I think it's one that people have to see. Because I keep thinking, I think about this is like the sixth movie. you know, now, yeah, yeah. Now I have to record from you guys. Great list, you know. Yeah. And for Halloween, it's this particular time for me, in terms yeah. of the weather and stuff. Yes. Is there anything that you do film-wise like that's this annual regiment that you
2: go through. Uh, I mean I'll try to watch horror movies, yeah. you know, kind of exclusively. Like I watched Bride of Frankenstein the other day. Oh, yeah. Um you know, I I I just got this this uh it's this documentary on the making of Friday the 13th. I'm oh, like why? going for some reason I'm getting like into those again. I don't know, yeah. if it's like a retro kick, but um but it's there was this documentary on the Nightmare on Elm Street movies oh, called yeah. Never Sleep Again. It's like five hours long. I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. Uh, the same people made one on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, cool. That's like eight hours long. Jesus. So I got that, and I got it on Blu-ray because I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to be able to watch that in be a the length of like, an iTunes rental. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, so but like, I'm excited about like just sort of because to me it's sort of the the mood of horror movies. Like, yeah. I don't want to sit down and like see a new horror movie and. Uh, you know, but it's just sort of like setting a mood it of is. monster movies. I love that stuff. Yeah, I, I just it's it, you know? I, and I know. feel like
1: being here in King B and like it's kind of dark. The mm-hmm. really really interesting yep. and not yeah, like yeah. from decades ago. We mm-hmm. sit here and get to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which makes perfect sense. Yes. The like I said, you know, the gut, you you mentioned punk rock, it is it's the Sex Pistols that right, just right. happened at the mm-hmm. right time with the right people. Yeah. Nev Suspiria, which is this calcu- calculated Hitchcockian well, I mean, beautiful, right, like
2: that's like Prog rock. Yeah, I totally mean, absolutely. You know, I center, in terms, from terms from of music, yeah. right? Like, So, I where, Chainsaw Massacre is noise. Totally. So where the
1: where the hell does Basket... G- g-
2: conclude this for me. Where Man, does Basket Case I don't fall know. into this metaphor? I can't even think about it. Musically? Yeah. Well, musically, that might be the punk rock one. I mean... T- I so don't... Really? If we... You're, cause uh, you not think, musically. No, sorry. Yeah. Not musically. I mean, as a musical metaphor. Right. I okay. I think the music getting. in Basket Case might even be like needle drop stock music stuff. Because it's really not... Memorable to me, yeah, at all. Um, but uh, but in terms of like, if, if we were to a yeah, what is it with genre, John or I, it mean, I don't well then I don't know what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Would
1: be. I still think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like black flag to me because it's yeah. like visceral and violent, but yet yeah, still people. Well then maybe
2: it. Basket Case is uh, you know once punk got a little safe, maybe that's like you know the Buzzcocks or something. Yeah, like once punk was like safer and more fun. Interesting, you know, and oh, like the Ramones. Yeah, there right. Where it's like it's it's you know spitting in your eye, but it's you know Still, you like, know catchy. It and, yeah, yeah. But like the you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like what the fuck, you know, just yeah. scorched earth. I've never seen, seen this I've before. Never seen anything like this before. Yeah. And then basket cases. You've seen crazy stuff, so let's have fun with crazy stuff.
1: It's a weird time for it, man. And, and then
2: *Spiria* is like, oh, we've all seen crazy stuff. Let's elevate crazy stuff to, to beautiful modern art. Yeah, you know, parallel um, way. Well, it's, I mean, there's a great list on. So I mean, yeah, if you were to, I mean, if there's a chart, right? That it's yeah. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre introducing modern horror, <laughs> like modern yeah. horror going off into sort of the, you know, the odd. They're, I mean, they're all three movies are odd, right? But Suspiria and Basket Case* are... I actually think that that would be the best
1: night to have. Watch those all three of those. Mm-hmm. You would be, it would hit every part of your palate. That's true. Because you get true. You get funny and you get sweet and everything. So, but yeah, yeah. dude. It, talking with a filmmaker talking with a yeah, fellow yeah. film nerd it's brilliant to get to chat horror movies yeah and be man be targeted, <laughs> totally, a targeted conversation. totally no
2: and i feel like there's so many others that i could just oh like, i'm sure you know just don't kick yourself the no I'm these not. are good I'm ones be fine good next next halloween i'll have a different list though. perfect i'll come we'll have to, to talk about list. it again then. yeah yeah. All right, dude. thank you thanks man thank you
1: well what do you guys think i feel like taking some personal liberties On the show this week, of course, it is Horror Movies a Week on Show to V. We had Billy Hankey, the owner and proprietor of King B, talking top three for him. There's a common thread of being taken over and the loss of control. Interesting peek into Billy's psyche there. And, of course, Mr. Don Suenos, editor, producer, director extraordinaire with his top three as well. So we've got six horror movies. We've got six more talking to a few other great folks this Thursday, but six. I hope that makes a good start to a list for your holiday horror movie watching extravaganza. I've got a couple in the mix that I'll suggest here about the end of the week, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And it's nice to not talk about booze just for once and talk about blood and guts. What do you guys think? So thank you for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter which movie you think is the worst out of the Halloween series, as I've mentioned it before, and I think that might in fact be Halloween 4, or what kind of candy you like to get in your grab bag during your trick-or-treating travels on Halloween, please keep going.